Welcome to the first episode of the Officials Talk Show. I will try to upload once a week, uh, maybe twice, uh, depending on how my week goes. Um, usually midweek, especially right now. Um, I would like to talk about uh, the college football playoff rankings and the college football, uh, and then the schedule and my predictions on what's going to happen that next this next uh, Saturday for the games to come. So I would like to start off with uh, week 11, uh, some notable games that we have. And uh, the first one is number 20, Notre Dame versus Navy. This is a noon game on ABC. And uh, Notre Dame has been up and down with their first uh, year coach, Marcus Freeman. And uh, Tyler Buckner, their starting quarterback, going out earlier in the year. Now that Drew Pines coming in, uh, what's going to I mean, this is just a crazy year. They lost. They had a close game against Ohio State in week one. They come back in week two. Uh, they lose to Marshall. And they have a horrible loss later, in the, a few weeks later, to Stanford. Uh, but then they go on and go to Syracuse and beat them. They beat North Carolina. And then last week, they just beat number four, Clemson. They just destroyed them from the start. So this would be a... Versus Navy, it's always an interesting game. Next year, it's going to be in Ireland and uh, to kick off the season. But I'd like to go Notre Dame in this one. Notre Dame is just uh, they're they're getting hot at the right time. They're really they're like really getting those wins. Uh, they're six and three. Uh, this one would be um, another another solid win against a, a Navy team that's not doing the greatest. But I, I I'm going to go with Notre Dame on that one um, to kick off the day. Next one. Number nine, Alabama at number 11, Ole Miss. This is a 331 CBS, and Alabama is Nick Saban. Is this is this the end of his tenure? Is this the end of his dynasty? Uh, I doubt it, though. I don't think I don't think it's is done. It's Nick Saban, the greatest college football coach of all time. Uh, Bear Bryant, you can argument for another time, but Alabama they lost a close game uh, to Tennessee. And a field goal. A few weeks later, they lose another close game, a two-point conversion uh, to LSU. And uh, Alabama's in. It's hard to beat Alabama, though. It's still, it, even though they have the two losses, it's still really hard. You think about the season. I mean, the Texas. They should have. They should have lost to Texas. I mean, one play. There's two really good play. Two plays. They could have been a five and four team against Texas A&M, and against Texas. Those two. Those. Uh, Two plays that went against could have gone against them, and they could have been five and four. But it's still really hard to beat Alabama. Alabama is a team you, like I said, lost a field goal on the road to Tennessee, a great Tennessee team, a great. It was a hostile environment. A few weeks later, they go on the road to a hostile environment in Death Valley, in LSU, uh, where. This Brian Kelly's first uh, win over Nick Saban, who's previously 0-2 in a, in a championship game 10 years ago and then a, in a playoff game just a few years back. But Alabama and Ole Miss, uh, Lane Kiffin, another former assistant. Um, Nick Saban is 29-2 against his former assistants. And those two losses came last year to, to Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M. And then to Kirby Smart in the national championship game to Georgia. This is a. I, I'm gonna go with Bama. Bama is. I. 
after a loss, it's hard to have them lose two straight. Even though it's on the road, you catch them off guard on the road, they're, they're not the greatest on the road. You saw that against Texas. You saw that, and obviously the two losses they had, they're just not, they're not as great on the on the road as they are at home. At home, they are pretty much dominant. Uh, but a seven and two, um, I got I got Alabama. Uh, I don't think Alabama is still out of the playoffs, even though with the two losses, they can, if things go their way. LSU has another loss in there. Uh, they have to obviously beat Ole Miss this weekend. Some things have to go in their favor. Uh, they'd have to go to the SEC Championship game and beat Georgia, uh, which is a possibility. They did it last year. They shocked everyone. They did it last year. So I think they could still sneak in to the playoffs, but it's a long shot at this point. Uh, next game, twenty number 22, Central Florida, number 17, Tulane. This is a interesting matchup. Central Florida is obviously in their last year in the American, as next year they're going to the Big 12 as long as with... with Cincinnati, BYU, uh, and yeah, so uh, Central Florida's are last year in the American. Tulane, Tulane's having a an excellent year. I mean, they're uh, they're eight and one. They had a great win at Kansas State. Uh, that was a great win, but then they had a horrible loss to Mississippi. They're looking. Tulane is if I mean, they can keep on winning, they can get that Group of Five New Year's Six bowl, uh, which would be excellent for that program. I'm going to go with Tulane with this one. They're rolling right now. They're, they won five, six straight, uh, something like that. So I think I'm going to go with Tulane. Uh, this is a 331 ESPN, but I got Tulane in that one. 25, Washington at six, Oregon. Washington, they had a great start to the season um, with Michael Penix, uh, their starting quarterback that transferred from Indiana, and then you have uh, Kalen DeBoer, their head coach, that was also the offensive coordinator at Indiana, uh, now the head coach at Washington. Um, they're really trying to turn it around through the uh, win against a 23-ranked Oregon State last weekend. Uh, and then you got Oregon. Oregon, they had their crushing loss, 49-3 to loss to, to Georgia, and uh, which, really put, which really, really sucks for Oregon. You put a team like oh, an FCS team or another easy FBS team, and they're in the top four. The way their schedule has, they 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 put the hammer to the UCLA. They're still going to have to play Utah, and right now they I mean they control their own destiny, and they can with with the Pac-12 not having divisions, they might have to play Utah twice. They have to play USC, uh, but Bo Nix is turning it out at the right time and he's 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 easily a Heisman favorite uh I'm gonna go Oregon uh Oregon's rolling they have there's no signs of them slowing down if you if they would have played Georgia this weekend it would have been a lot closer game than 49 to 3 uh but yeah I got I got Oregon uh and that win that win for Georgia keeps on looking better and better, especially with their win against Tennessee last week. And Georgia's just two top ten te- uh, wins. And uh, I'm gonna go Oregon. I think they can tr- they can still control their own destiny. They beat they beat Washington this week, and they play Utah in a few weeks. Uh, I think I think they can still get there. Uh, and they had to play Utah, USC, 
UCLA with, with like I said, the Pac-12 with no divisions. I'm still going to go uh, with Oregon in this one. The biggest matchup of the day. Number four, TCU at number 18, Texas. This is a huge this is a huge game for both programs, I think. Can TCU can they can they get us an, another great win on the road? This is this is what the biggest matchup of the year for TCU because uh what Sonny Dice is doing there in his first year at TCU, he's came and Max Duggan. They are doing an excellent job with this program. They're raising it from the dead basically. I mean there was not, it was not looking good for the last few years ever since that 2014 team when they went 11-1. Uh, but TCU, they, I think they might cons- still control their own destiny, but Texas. Texas is one of those most confusing teams. They're two, three plays away from going being 9-0. and They could have been in the top four, being Alabama. They lost to them by one uh, with Quinn Ewers out, and then they, with Quinn Ewers out against Texas Tech, they lost that one. And then just a few weeks ago to Oklahoma State, they were up, and they uh, they fell that one to Oklahoma State. So there's just a few really plays away from me, 9-1, 8-0, 8-1. Uh, this is a huge, can Texas defend their, their home field? I mean, great, solid programs. I mean, you see Clemson, they haven't lost at home since 2016. Like, can te- and Texas is a football, it's a football program. It's a, it's a huge program. Can Texas do that? Uh, we have a lot of those great football programs they defend home field can texas do that against a top four tcu team and texas is minus seven i'm gonna go with texas i think texas i think they have one of the best running backs in the country and, and b john robinson and what stark is doing there is he's really changing that program for the better and they're just they're just going to continue to get better and better and I'm going to go with Texas. That's a primetime ABC game day will be there. Uh, next one. Uh, number one, Georgia at Mississippi State, 7 o'clock on ESPN. Well, I, I'm going to go with Georgia, even though it's on the road. They might, I could see maybe have a that emotional win against Tennessee last week. Uh, I can maybe see them uh, maybe play down the first two quarters, be close, and then they kind of turn it up on it on in the third and fourth quarter second half um but i'm gonna still go with georgia georgia is i mean they're pretty they're dominant they're i could see i could see them winning it all again i think they are the next alabama in the future uh stetson bennett is doing is unbelievable i mean he can go down with one of the greatest college football quarterbacks of all time i mean you look he's a walk-on and then he left for juco college and then he came back and Took the starting job over uh, when JT Daniels got hurt last year and took it and won a national championship with them in the NFL type defense last year. Uh, Georgia is they're looking they're looking dominant. I got them, I got them winning on Saturday night. Uh, and I will be the first time ever I'll be in Ann Arbor for the Nebraska Michigan game. That's a three thirty on ABC. Uh, can't can't wait for that one. Can't wait to be in the big house for the first time. And I uh, was really looking forward to seeing uh, JJ McCarthy and Blake Corum, what they can do. Uh, Blake Corum, that can he can he improve this Heisman his Heisman race? I mean, in two weeks, it's the biggest game in Jim Harbaugh's career, and, and obviously for Blake Corum, can he can he really do that against Ohio State? 
uh, if he can. I mean, he's obviously in that conversation for for the Heisman. And let's go. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the college ball playoff rankings reactions about what happened on Tuesday. Uh, one Georgia, two Ohio State, three Michigan, four TCU, and five Tennessee. I like I like um, I like that. Um, I could see Michigan Ohio State switching. That's interchangeable. I think for me, my my personal. Uh, Top five are Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, TCU, and Tennessee. Everyone is kind of saying, okay, what can TCU sneak into that fourth spot over Tennessee? Uh, I think so. I think uh, you have a solid resume. Uh, they're nine and zero versus. I mean, right now it's it's undefeated, and they and Tennessee is. A, I mean, a two touchdown loss to Georgia. It's hard, but Tennessee can still can still get in. Even if they don't win the, the East and they don't go to the conference championship, I still think they can still get into the playoff. With um, They can most likely sneak in uh, with that win over Alabama. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that's a good uh, top four. Obviously, we'll play itself out with Michigan and Ohio State in two weeks uh, from this Saturday. What, what a game. What a game that will be. I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one. I mean, I think this is bigger than last year for Jim Harbaugh. I, I do. I think... If he can get this win, go into Columbus and beat them, uh, that'll be I, that'll be a great game. So now with that, uh, let's go to some uh, college basketball games. Um, tomorrow we kick off the Armed Forces Classic for the second time ever between Michigan State and number two Gonzaga. Uh, we had this back in 2000, I believe, 11, when it was uh, Michigan State and North Carolina. Uh, this will be the second ever outdoor game played um in san diego it's a it's a great it's a great atmosphere i think they should should continue it uh yearly um they brought it back this year and um but yeah it's early in the season but i'm gonna go with gonzaga gonzaga is an excellent program i think they'll they always they always do well in the regular season so i think i'm gonna go with gonzaga and then we have the champions classic on monday um kentucky in Michigan State, and then Duke and Kansas. What I mean, what great games to kick off the, the college basketball season. Um, so, and then on Wednesday we have Gonzaga, and then um, twelve Texas. Um, it's hard to predict with this early in the season. Basketball obviously is way different than football. Uh, you can win. I mean, you can. You can lose some games early in basketball and still obviously get into the tournament later on in March. Um, this is a great resume building um, for these teams. I mean, especially for Michigan State. Michigan State has a hard schedule right off the bat. Gonzaga and Kentucky. That's I mean, that's two tough teams. But I mean, let's say they, they do win those games. They can later say in March, hey, these two wins. We got these two wins later earlier in November. Um and if, if they lost, lose them, oh well. I think they have uh, Alabama and they have Villanova later on. They can lose all four of those. And then they can still get some ready for Big Ten play. I like that from, from Izzo. Um, and Duke and Kansas, they always have these four teams in the Champions Classic. Uh, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with uh, Duke on this one. John Shire kicks off his, his uh, career at uh, Duke. Uh, first time they're looking for they were looking for a head coach and 
over 40 years with Coach K um, stepping down and after a magnificent 42 years there at Duke. Um, but I, I, I like this um, Duke team and what they're doing. I, I, I believe that Duke will kick off their, their win against uh, Kansas and Bill Self will not be on the sidelines for that game. So that will do it uh, for the official's uh, talk show. I appreciate you listening, and I um, I hope that you continue to listen and that you invite your friends on. It's always more fun to um, do this with friends and listen to it. And if you ever, if you have any um, ideas you want me to talk about, I for sure would love to, to hear those. And um, you can always listen to me on Apple Podcasts, and I will be kicking off on Spotify. Um, probably the next week or so, um, putting that up on Spotify. So right now, which is on Apple Podcast, and then I'm gonna be later. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. We'll be making an Instagram page for the officials talk show, and we're gonna get uh, news and ideas, and you can reach out to me through that. And and uh, yes, thank you for listening, and uh, I hope we're gonna have a great, great us week of college football. In college basketball, like I said, I'll be uploading about once, maybe twice a week, depending on how my week goes. Uh, But yeah, I hope to continue to, like I always say, I hope to grow this from here. Uh, Thank you for listening.